0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Baka to Baka podcast. My name is Tim, and I am with the other half of B2B, Ivan. Ivan, how's it going? Good, good. Um, good. First, I just want to say thank you to all of our listeners out there who have shown us mad support on our first episode. Y'all are the real MVPs for sticking out the almost two hours we rambled on. Like, (laughs) I can't believe... You
1: guys are troopers.
0: Yeah, it's pretty crazy that... uh, that many people listened to us uh, on their first episode for that long.
1: It means a I... lot to us. We, <laughs> we really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, seriously. I mean, especially because it's a, a passion project of ours, it, it really does mean a lot that it was well received. And I hope you continue to stick with us on this journey. Uh, and if you haven't, please consider spreading the word to all of your Tomodachi's onegaishimasu. Uh, we are available on pretty much all streaming platforms now. I think the last time I checked was, I think, last week, where everything finally got put into, like, Apple Podcast, uh Google Casts, whatever, all that stuff. So nice. All that should be good to go, so you have no excuse not to listen to us, because we're pretty much everywhere. So
1: We will find you.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe. But... I mean yeah, so again thank you so much and uh we'll we'll get this started today. Um yeah, I mean it's been 2 weeks now since our last episode, our first one. Uh how have you been, man?
1: Good, you know, just trashy. I've been trying to keep uh keep up with some of the anime that I've, you know, been sleeping on mm-hmm. for this season and mm-hmm. I'm pretty surprised cuz there's actually been a couple I've been watching like three mystery series that come out this season and they're actually really good.
0: Ooh, uh let me see if I can name one that you've been watching from this season. Okay. Okay. Uh I D Invaded. Yes. Dude. I haven't watched the last two episodes, but it's a pretty good one. It's really it's interesting, really,
1: right? Yeah, it really like that that honestly, that's like a like an Inception kind of like anime.
0: Oh, definitely. Yeah, that was like the first vibe that I got after watching the first episode. I was like, "Man, that's really cool." Imagine if that was like real life. <laughs> Imagine
1: nuts. What about you? What have you been up to? You know, last couple weeks.
0: Uh, I guess recently I just came back from Boston because they had PAX East. Oh, nice. Which is a thing that I've been going to for the last like three years now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this year it. It was really good, but at the same time I was kind of sad that uh, a big time company, aka Sony, had to drop out because of the coronavirus stuff going on. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean I think it was them and there was like one other company that didn't show up. I don't remember which one it was, but uh the coronavirus scare is like starting to get to a lot of companies, especially mm-hmm. for you know, obviously the traveling and stuff like that. They don't want to risk their employees getting sick or anything. Right. Uh, which is understandable, but I didn't get a chance to play the game that I really was hoping to try to demo that they were going to show there. Last of Us Two. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I know, yes. man. I was kind of heartbroken when they said or when they announced it, and it was like a week before. I was like, ugh. Oh,
1: but was there any like any news at all? I mean, even if they didn't show up, was there any like news for Sony?
0: Uh, I mean, they advertised it like all over the convention. Mm-hmm. So, it, it, I mean, you know. Everyone knows that it's coming out and it's coming out in May, so
1: Oh I, mean, I was I, like more curious about like PS five, you know.
0: PS five, nah. Probably won't hear anything about it until maybe like summertime. Okay. Which is kind of weird that they haven't like said anything else more aside from the announcement. But mm-hmm. I mean I'm sure they're working all their stuff out. They know how to market themselves. Um but yeah, so PAX East overall was really cool. Got to play a lot of indie games. Or I guess like a handful of indie games and some mm-hmm. board games. Uh I won't get into too much of it, but I mean it was a solid weekend overall. Nice. It's always it's always a good time. You should definitely go one year.
1: Like, okay, so out of all the PAXs, is I mean mm. other than PAX, I guess PAX East, is
0: uh-huh. there any
1: other PAX that you've gone to?
0: No, this is the only one that I've gone to and I really want to go to PAX Unplugged, which is their tabletop show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and PAX West, which is obviously the original PAX. it came from like, Seattle.
1: It's the bigger one too, right?
0: Yeah, I believe that's definitely the uh, the main show. I guess mm-hmm. the main convention. And then there's PAX uh, Australia, and then there's PAX South. And I know, aside from uh, PAX Unplugged, which I think is like starting to get really big, uh, PAX South is the smallest one, which is in Texas which yeah, is very ironic, like- which is really ironic because, you know, Texas is supposed to be, you know, big. <laughs> big. <laughs> They're all about the big stuff down there. So I have to, like, try one of these packs. Dude, it, not even just packs. Like, just come to an anime convention with me, man. You have to.
1: <laughs> I know, I know. I need you'll,
0: to. You'll see so many waifus. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, just overall, it's, it's, uh, it's a fun time. I mean, obviously, a lot of people were still very cautious of, you know, Getting sick. Getting sick. And I want to say this is definitely the first year that I've noticed a lot of people are way more health conscious, mm-hmm. which is great. And I hope it continues like that, even if the coronavirus, hopefully soon, goes away. Like, especially during the summertime. Oh, but, yeah, and
1: then, yeah. The whole Olympic. Yeah. I really hope they don't cancel Olympics, but at the same time. Oh, dude. I know. Fit, we could talk you
0: know? about that too. But um, I mean, some. There was one gaming convention or whatever it was. I forgot what the name was. That actually got canceled completely because of that, which is pretty pretty nuts. I've never heard of that before. Yeah, it's, it's it's sad, honestly. Yeah, it is sad. But I mean, if if it causes people to be really really health conscious now, going out to like big public events like that, like I'm all for it. But it's something that we should have always been like in the very beginning right um yeah just came back from that like yesterday so um, did you did you
1: drive or did you fly there
0: uh no so i took the uh train oh okay yeah so how long was that uh well i i drove to new york met up with cat and we took the train from from new york to boston okay yeah um but yeah no it was it was an awesome time Got some cool stuff. Got to play some cool games. Uh, bought one of the game, the indie games that was featured there that I got to play, which is, which was a freaking, it's an awesome game. Uh, you don't have a Switch, do you? No. Oh, well, you could play it on Steam, which is actually cheaper than what it is on the Nintendo e-store, but uh, it's called, oh, shoot, I'm forgetting the name,
2: Uh,
0: a dual, dual-handed, something like that. Uh. Well, pretty much, it's called Tracker, and it's a solo split screen game where on one side you control uh, a ship, and on the right side you crawl, you control another ship, mm-hmm. and they both do two separate things, and you have to try and get the highest score possible. Oh, nice! Yeah, which is really cool. Um, addicted to that right now because that game is like it's so difficult. Well, there are like I think there are four levels. I'm only up to like number two. And number two is already like kicking my butt, but yeah, it's a, it's a very, I don't know how they made this game. Like, I, I really don't understand how anyone makes any game, but this one in particular, <laughs> like it's so well thought out, like just the gameplay wise, like it's, it's so like it, you know, those games that like make you want to be better, mm-hmm. like not because like you want to get something out of it, but you generally want to be so good at the game. Like that's one of those games, and I'm just like, I love games like that because I get I get hooked instantly. So, but yeah, back from PAX, I'm ready to to get this episode two going with
1: you. Let's go episode two coming right at you. Mm-hmm. So
0: today, uh, let's see, we will be focusing on showcasing an anime series that we've watched. That is you know, a complete series, so that way it's uh, you're not left with like a cliffhanger or anything. Um, and we'll just be talking about you know what the anime is, you know what we like, what we didn't like, uh, if it's worth watching, and all that good stuff. Um, and I'll go ahead and start. Okay. So this was um, recommended to me by my friend Drew, and it's uh, called Made Maiden Abyss. And it's it aired uh, in 2017, I believe. So it's not old, but it's not new either. Uh, only has one season, and uh, there are two movies that recap the whole series. And if you don't want to watch 12 episodes, I mean, I don't know, understand why you wouldn't. Uh, you could watch the two movies and you'll be caught up with the whole series. And they do a really, really good job of recapping the anime in the movies, mm-hmm. you know, how like some. Like uh, recap movies, they kind of skip so many different things, and you kind of do have to go back, or if you know the anime, like it's mm-hmm. alright. This one, it does a really, really good job of recapping the series as a whole. And then there's a third movie out now that just came out in January that continues where the last episode left off, and I've been trying to find it, but it's, it's such a hard thing to find right now. Um, at least subbed. Um, so I'm on the lookout for that. Uh, So yeah, uh, Made in Abyss is about an orphan girl named Rico, who lives in the Belkero Orphanage in the town of Orth. And the town, her town, surrounds a strange giant hole that goes deep into the earth, and they call that the Abyss. Now, the Abyss has these uh, artifacts and remnants of civilizations from, like, way, way back uh and they're very popular because uh their her town specifically uh the people are are known as cave raiders and they raid the cave or i guess the holes which Mm -hmm. have multiple levels uh within itself just to explore and find these rare artifacts um i don't remember i'm pretty sure they use them to oh yeah no they do they, they find these artifacts and sell them to, like, people from, like, other distant lands. Um, and Rico, uh, who is part of that Belkara Orphanage, along with other kids, uh, they are cave raiders in training. So she is... Uh, is it Red Whistle? I think it's a Red Whistle that's, like, super, super low level. Mm-hmm. Um, and her mother was, uh, is or I guess, is a legendary cave raider. Uh, with a title of white Whistle, which is the highest one, and what, when you're a white whistle, you've gone to like very, very low depths of the of the abyss and have brought back like super super rare legendary items uh and she's an orphan because the premise of the story is her mother went missing, and she uh she strives to be like her mother and to hopefully one day find her in the in the abyss um so yeah i mean it's just about you know a girl Mm -hmm. a kid uh they're 12 years old or she's 12 years old and the rest of her crew is like 12 years old uh going on adventures finding you know random artifacts uh which is i wouldn't say i guess is like super new or like anything like fresh but the way that uh the anime like portrays adventure in this in this anime is like I, I want to say it's, like, one of the top animes, like, in the last, like, decade. Oh, yeah? Wow. Um, and then uh, the whole premise of her story is, one, she wants to find her mom. Two, she wants to be a White Whistle. And three, uh, on one of her uh, excavations, she finds this robot, like, android boy. And his name is Reg. And she, along with him, actually go on the adventure that she wants to go, to go forth with, uh, of finding her mom. Excuse me. And uh, they go as far as they can down into the Abyss. And now with the Abyss, each level has like a certain, uh, I guess, I mean, yeah, difficulty level. So from one, I think the the known levels that they have right now is six or seven. So one is obviously like the easiest one, where most of the the cave raider trainees go to to just like mm-hmm. practice and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, yeah. And the further you go down, the crazier the things you find, like creatures, artifacts, all that kind of good stuff. Mm-hmm. The land changes, uh, the weather changes, and all that stuff, and also. The further you go down, the harder it is to come back up to the surface. Which is really cool. Because it's like... Do you risk going all the way down for the glory of being the one to go all the way down there and bring something back? But, you know, risking the fact that you could probably die?
1: You can't just, like, backtrack from you where can't, you came from?
0: So, like, the level of pressure... Like, it's cool because it's like... it. In, in the science sense it makes sense the further down you go the more the pressure gets like the right yeah the crazier the pressure gets and then when you're mm-hmm. coming up you have your body has to acclimate again to like the the regular pressure coming up oh okay yeah okay. you know it's what I mean yeah. so the the higher you go up or the lower you go down and then coming back up it gets more strenuous right, right. on your body yeah, yeah um yeah so uh with this anime what I like about a lot of things. There's a lot of things I like about this anime, and one of them being the world is. Their world of Orthol? yeah, Orth. Sorry, Orth. Uh, that abyss is like their life, like that's what drives that whole town, like, to live. Mm-hmm. And and the way that the the animation and like whoever wrote the story portrays that world, it's like. It's so full of like crazy fantasy, and like the fact that there's so much lore behind the world without you knowing everything mm-hmm. makes you want to find out like what actually is there, like or you know how everything came to be, and like the anime doesn't like overwhelm you with so much of like the lore of the world or the abyss itself, like it gives you just enough for you to like understand um you know the context of like what's in there, what they're going after, and stuff like that. Like you don't feel like lost, or you don't have to like always backtrack, like oh, you know what happened in the last episode, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know the the pacing of the world is really good. The pacing of the story is really really good. It doesn't hesitate to go to like the next episode and like carry on the story. Like especially for the main character Rico, like she knows what she's about. You see it. She's just gonna go for it, and then it just like keeps going and going and going. Um. Which is a really nice uh, thing, you know, considering a lot of the anime nowadays, like, if they're obviously going to, like, multiple seasons, they have, like, these filler episodes to yeah. break up the story and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, this one, like, it just sticks to, like, what the mission is for Rico. Like, she just has to go to the next one, to the next thing, and, and, and so forth. And they do it in the, in a really good pace. Like, you don't get lost, or you don't feel like they're taking too long doing something. Um, let's see, what else? Uh... I mean, the the characters themselves, like, they're so developed. Uh, Especially the ones that they focus on, like, they're all, like, 12, 13 years old. Like, they're super young. Like, what were you doing when you were 12 years old? Like, worrying about like, math homework or wanting to go outside and play, you know? Yes. Like, no no Ooh, real it. crazy responsibility. <laughs> like, these characters have... A crap ton of responsibility being trained to be cave raiders, like they have to understand the the depth you know no pun intended uh, of the situation of being explorers and cave raiders like there's death at your you know like right in front of you if you go too far right. or if you if you're ill prepared to to go any further it's like
1: like there's a sense of risk that we you know in the real world. Don't really get to experience at that age. Oh yeah,
0: and like I said, the characters are really well put together. Like you understand that they know you see them like taking it seriously, but at the same time you could see their their childish tendencies. Mm-hmm. With Rico, it's like super easy because she's super energetic, headstrong. Uh, she goes what she, you know she she goes after what she wants but at the same time she doesn't understand that being like that can cause trouble for herself and her friends which ends up happening most of the time uh so i mean with a with the world that they're in uh it 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 just creates such a good synergy of the character development cuz you see like i said you see that they're part of this really cool crazy World that they can, uh, you know, you could be brave enough to to risk it all, to explore things that no one has ever seen. Mm-hmm. But then you're on the same token, you know, there's there are things that will happen to you if you don't do it right. So uh, the whole portrayal of adventure being rewarding but extremely dangerous. I mean even terrifying it, it the anime does it really well and it really doesn't hold anything back when things like hit like crap hits the fan like it, this anime does not hold your hand and it doesn't hold the characters hands at all if something bad happens to them when they're mm-hmm. going further down which is something like the brutal reality of something happening to you like it, this anime like really like it like hones in on it and just like slaps you in the face with it. Like, especially, uh, like a little bit of spoiler when, when Rico and Reg go down to like pass what they're, they've ever been to. Like they've never gone past like a certain level. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an instant where they have to come back up to avoid something. And you immediately see the effects of coming up from something that, uh, Rico's or you'll see in Rico, like how much of a difference it makes going just one level down where she's never been to before, and it just like takes such a huge toll on her. And like the anime portrays the like brutality of all of that, like really, really well. Um and it's something that like you wouldn't really see in anime that portrays kids or that has like kids that are like twelve, thirteen years old. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it does it really well. And it's one of the things why I love the anime a lot is it just doesn't it doesn't hold back just because it has kids in it. But on the same side, there is one thing that I didn't like about the anime. And it's not like something that I was just like, ugh, oh, I wish it wasn't in there. It was more just like the way that they punish the kids in the orphanage. When they do something wrong, or if they break a rule, like Rico breaks the rules all the time, just because she like wants to do whatever she wants. Uh the headmaster like strings them up naked. Oh jeez. Yeah, it was like it was kinda weird. And I I've read in like some forms of like people who watch the anime were turned off by it because of the scenes like that. hmm And I could see that. And I I guess they could have done it in a different way but i guess the the author of the manga um he was doing that intentionally to show just how severe like that kind of stuff is or i don't know what it was um but i mean that was like the one thing i didn't really particularly
1: that instance kind of i don't know i just thought back to that that instance just reminded me of do you remember when goblin slayer came out Yeah, yeah yeah and then the i think it was like either the first first episode or the second episode when they went in that dungeon and then like
0: that group yeah, yeah.
1: The, the, the I'm not going to go into detail about what happened but like yeah. it very gruesome yeah and then like um I don't know it's like a lot of well, a lot of western uh, viewers mm-hmm. were completely turned off by it right, and it's right. just like well that's that's the reality of the world that they're in like mm-hmm. there's no way to sugarcoat it
0: oh yeah for sure yeah this anime oh well, I guess when you expect certain like anime like that you'd expect it to be with like grown-ups and stuff like that. Not mm. saying that it's not a good thing regardless of it being, you know, adults, but even more so with kids it's just like, dang. Like did I really want to see that? Like did you right. have to do that? It's like Right. Yeah, like you said, you have to understand the reality of what of of the setting that they're in. It's not something that somebody does it just because they enjoy right portraying kids being beat up or, you know, uh, strung up naked and stuff like that. I mean, that's like a, con- a conversation in and of itself. But
1: mm-hmm. yeah,
0: um, we won't get into it. Yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, you know, that's that's pretty much made in abyss. I highly, highly, highly recommend everyone watch it. And you haven't seen it yet, right?
1: No, but yeah, and you you actually told me to watch it. So yeah, it's definitely I, on my list of things to watch.
0: I would definitely recommend watching it because the 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 world, the animation is super on point. Uh, the world building is on point, character mm-hmm. development, it's characters themselves, and the music. You will love the music. Like we talked about in episode one, we're all it's about all the about music. music. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, so, yeah. Um, that is uh, Made in Abyss, and I highly recommend it. Oh, it also won Anime of the Year uh, in 2017 uh, at the Crunchyroll Awards. Oh, nice. Yeah. Definitely check it out. I will. So yeah, uh, what anime do you have for us today?
1: All right, so my anime is, I guess going off of that, maybe a little bit lighter note. Mm-hmm. Um, I chose Amagi Brilliant Park. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then I think you said that you started, but you never finished it, right? I,
0: I want to say I watched the first two episodes. That was like the okay. year that a lot of other anime came out. And I was just like, so overwhelmed with other ones okay. I was watching. I just dropped it.
1: Okay, so Amagi Brilliant Park is one season. It came out in 2014. Mm -hmm. Um, And basically, the premise of the story is um, there's this park that's pretty much getting like run down, like nobody ever goes to it anymore. And so, this girl who works there is trying to find somebody to like save the park. And so she ends up mm. picking this this high school uh, this high school student who's a former child actor, mm-hmm. but now he's just like he's pretty much just any regular high school student, but he's like a he like a high horse kind of person. Mm-hmm. He's like a, and he's like a perfectionist, right right um, but yeah, she so she ends up bringing this guy in, but she kind of like tricks him into like having him work into the park by going on a date
3: ah, with her, right? Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: um, and so basically she, she brings him, uh, the main character, Kanye Seiya um, to the park. And then he sees that, you know, this place is a dump. Right. Right. Um. So he sees the place is dump And then she proposes like at the end of the date, like, Oh, you like, you're going to be the one to basically bring back the park to its former greatness. Glory. Uh-huh. Um, But like he's like really hesitant about it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he's he's like no, nah, I don't want to do it. But he's he's eventually he's like really coerced into like right. managing the park. Um, and so what's special about this park is like it's not run by like people, but it's run by magical beings uh-huh. from from this place called uh, I think it's like Mapleland. Uh-huh. Um, and so these beings are like basically they live on people's enjoyment and excitement of going to the park
3: Mm
1: -hmm. um and because nobody like goes there and it's like so run down obviously like i think their lives are kind of going down the toilet yeah (laughs) um
2: but what's really interesting about it is like
1: this This whole premise of the story is just him and he only has like a couple months to basically bring back the glory of, of the park. Right. Before it gets bought out by somebody else.
2: I I just lost my train of thought. Um, <laughs> dang, imagine Imagine finding like the
0: girl of your dreams. She goes on a date with you. And you want to take it to the park. Or she takes you to like an amusement park and you're like, yes, this is going great. I love it. And then yeah, she's like Actually, I was just using it so you can bring this part.
1: Back. <laughs> well, what's really funny is because you know he's like a, he's like a almost not a, what's the word for it? It's he's like so self centered kind of. Okay, right? She's not really he's not really the like she's not really the the love of his life. Okay, right? <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. He's just kind of like oh, it's just some girl like some weird girl just like yeah, like
0: hey, sure man. why not yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah. Um, so basically yeah he so he goes there and he only has like a couple months to one fix like fix the park because it's pretty much like everything's broken Mm -hmm. and then two he needs to bring like a certain number of people into the park in order to consider it a a success okay but there's a little underlying theme or like story here that you you put it you probably wouldn't have guessed until like later in the anime when it showed like they talk about it Mm -hmm. um and since you haven't seen i kind of don't want to spoil it for you
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fine
1: so i'll just leave it at that um but yeah the park is pretty much like it's it's like um think of it like a like a rundown disneyland that's kind of the setup
0: okay yeah yeah.
1: so like there's like similar similar rides like disneyland so like splash mountain small world right but it's like it's it's its its own it's its own kind of anime like style
0: i vaguely Um, remember the first episode so i i i I can kind of picture the park in my head yeah it's it's
2: it's just it... think of like Disneyland, <laughs> yeah, right. So, um, is it is it like a uh, what's the category
0: I could place it as? I mean, it's not romance, right? Kinda. No, so,
1: so my anime list has it just listed as like comedy, drama, fantasy, okay? Like yeah, okay,
0: there you go, yeah, yeah, comedy, yeah, there you go, because I remember it being lighthearted comedy, not like.
1: Like, no it's not it's not women's it's like it's not, like, crazies, like it's, not it's not serious at all that's yeah. what's that's what makes this like that's why i really enjoy this, mm-hmm. this anime itself just because like it's it's lighthearted and it's it's funny but it also like the the balance of like comedy and then like the drama of uh-huh. like the whole trying to restore the part right i think there was like a perfect balance because like if you think about it like if you have too much comedy sometimes the way the anime like portrays itself is just like there's no like in this instance there'd be like no sense of urgency to like save the park you know everything's mm-hmm. just like funny a lot of like ha ha he yeah yeah
3: um
1: on the other spectrum it's like if you have more drama then I-, I think the the mood and the tone of the anime just wouldn't be as you know lighthearted as it as it was mm-hmm. and I think you can agree that like you know th- there has to be that perfect balance with oh yeah anime. definitely um. Yeah, so that's pretty much the premise of the story, mm-hmm. without having to spoil it too much. Yeah. Um so mm-hmm. this anime is is <clears throat> produced by Kyoani, Kyoto anime. Oh, actually.
0: oh really? Mm-hmm.
1: What? I didn't know um, that. So that's why that's why I totally enjoyed. it. Okay, so if if mm. if none of you know, uh Kyoani, they produce a lot of really really good anime so like some examples would be like um haru Haruhi suzumiya oh my gosh The, the, the so of uh clan ad so oh god so i great. cried i cried yeah out. oh cried definitely out. uh chunibyo do you, did you ever watch that I say i might have started it okay um k-on one of my favorite oh k-on perfect yeah i love k-on um violet evergarden <laughs> also another great one and um, then one of the really popular movies that you did. Uh, koe no katachi your your voice Mm -hmm, yep yeah that's also cute so kyo if if you've seen any of those then i think you you totally enjoy yeah
0: and their reputation is to have like lighthearted, right like slice almost slice of life for the most part and like really good Mm -hmm. comedy like yeah their comedy is definitely on point like it's just enough for you to like not take everything so serious
1: right and so this so like so Amagi Brilliant Park. Mm-hmm. Uh it's it's like we said earlier, it's a like comedic anime, but like it, it really it does really well showing like the results of like hard work, determination. Mm, right. Um working in a business, because like Kanye is is pretty much the manager, and so he has to <laughs> he has to like overcome people or these magical beings that don't trust him uh-huh. at first, right? Yeah. But he, you know, for him it's like, you know, well. Either I can help save this or you can just, like, do it on your own. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I think it really shows, like, so basically building that trust and then building, you know, friendships amongst everybody that he works with. Mm And he's great depicting that. Mm -hmm. Um, I love the pacing. The pacing was, like, really good for for a comedy. How many episodes? It's, I think, 12 or 13. Oh, wow yeah so 13 episodes to go from a rundown park to, <laughs> to bringing it back much to what it was right so. it, you would think like it could be rushed, again maybe it could be rushed yeah. um like you said earlier there could be like filler episodes yeah definitely right but th- this anime didn't have any of it and it's mm-hmm. like the pacing was just like you know each episode is like different in its own way mm-hmm. it's not like i guess like yours where it's like everything is ca- it's like a chronological like, thing right right this one is just more of like, oh, this is what this day is, but it could be like earlier in the month. Uh-huh. The next episode could be like two weeks later, but it's like something else that they're focusing on. So like, one, right. they're like refixing rides. The next mm-hmm. episode, they could be like they're working on the the musical show, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. But it, it, it just seemed like there was no there was no sense of like, okay, well, how did we get here? You know, right? Why, I'm I feel lost. Like that's there, random there's no sense kind
3: of
2: thing,
1: right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I thought the pacing was like it wasn't like slower, dragged out. Yeah, too fast.
0: Yeah, I mean, I didn't stop watching because I didn't like it. It was just 2014. No, there was a lot. Slash of stuff 2015. There were so many things to watch. It just like fell off like the uh the wayside for me, and I just got to go back. And that's it, right? There's no, no nothing more to it. Like it finished. Finished.
1: uh yeah okay so that was okay so one of the things that was i i i was kind of like sad about was just like and and a lot of people like me were like pretty sad about it that was yeah, anyway, right. was like well are we gonna get a season
0: two like could there um, be more
1: could there be more but then at the same time i, I was thinking to myself like you've brought back this part from nothing
3: mm-hmm. what what more. else
1: can you you know showcase for for a season two you know right 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 um i think at that point it would just be like that would be like a filler pretty much
0: yeah or it could be like like they they can make like an ova or something
1: right which they well they did an ova which is kind of okay kind of nice but like if they if they were to do like a season two then i don't think it would have worked and then like the second thing was i was kind of disappointed about was like Mm -hmm. so the girl Mm -hmm. right the girl that asked him on a date Mm -hmm. um so she's basically his assistant throughout the whole thing right literally um, just making the dude
0: do all the work
1: <laughs> so she's she her name is isuzu sento right uh-huh. and so i'm I'm gonna get to this after this point here but so basically throughout the whole anime, it's, it's like it hints that she likes him uh-huh but it's not really reciprocated it's not in the anime it's not shown that it's reciprocated for her
0: uh-huh
1: and so like I was just kind of sad that, you know, at least, could we at least get...
0: Like, nothing came out of that? Kind of, yeah, nothing yeah. came
1: out of it. It was just like, well, I mean, as much as, like, she tried to, like, make her feelings noticeable to him, there was always something getting in the way of that. Uh-huh.
0: Well, like, so it actually started out her just finding him mm-hmm. and then her progressively liking him? is that Right, because they're
1: working together, right? Yeah. And then, so she's, like, progressively, like, starting to catch feelings for him, mm-hmm. and then it's, like, kind of really obvious towards the end. yeah, yeah um okay so back to my other point about okay so what's really fun about this this anime is just like there's subtle moments that are like really funny and there's they're like obvious moments that are funny like when you see it right mm-hmm. as it happens you're like oh i gotta laugh but there's like funny moments where i had to go back and like really think about it after like reading some comments about it mm-hmm. so the three main characters are kanye the the mm-hmm. high school student right the manager uh Isuzu Sento, which is like his, his assistant right yep. and then the third character which is a really integral part of the story and mm-hmm. which I don't want to spoil for you yeah um, is the princess of the Maplelanders <laughs> and her name is Latifa Florenza
0: Wow Latifa! right
1: and so I, I laughed so hard after reading comments after finishing the anime because mm-hmm. it 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 completely went over my head uh-huh. when I, uh, watching that anime so the names actually come from, like, real life. Oh, really? So so Latifa was named after Queen Latifa. You know, because <laughs> she's a princess, say. right? She's Yay, a princess, yeah, yeah, yeah. so she's Queen Latifa. Uh-huh. Isuzu, Isuzu Sento, if you take Isu, mm-hmm. if you take the kanji of Isu, uh-huh. it translates to 50. Okay. Right? So you have... Oh, my Isuzu God! Sento 50 Cent. <laughs> <laughs> right? And then, and then, so the main character, the main character's name is uh, Kanye, right? Uh-huh. Kanye Seiya. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. But if you think of his first name, Kanye. Uh-huh. Like, you know, like, Kanye. Kanye, uh-huh. Oh, my God. I never laughed so hard in my life after reading that, because I was just like, <laughs> it completely went over my head after, like, watching this anime.
0: Dude, I love when when uh, an anime does that. Or, like, the Japanese are so clever in their, like, puns. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Freaking... <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah dude, that one got me i had to look it up myself i was like i didn't get it and so uh, i had to like look at her her kanji name and i was like oh oh my god that is amazing 50 cent um <laughs> if that isn't like, enough for you to watch this anime i don't right. know what it... well okay so here's another funny part that i i really enjoyed and I, it's really memorable for me because it was like really funny <laughs> mm-hmm. um so at one point in the anime they they're like low on staff so they're like okay we're gonna hire people so mm-hmm. they end up hiring just like they're like interviewing people like real people? and they're like Not, real people okay. real life people
3: mm-hmm.
1: and they're interviewing them and, it, and eventually it's just like they hire all of them and then the guy is like why do we hire all of them or like i don't know why you're complaining we need all the help we can get <laughs>
2: uh-huh.
1: so there was like no point for the interview process but there was one girl that came into um to the interview and she's like, and they're, they're asking her questions and they're like, oh, so, you know, um, what did you do before, you know, right. um, coming to this? And she's like, oh, I used to work in a talent agency and I starved in films. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, then, and then they're like looking at her like, oh, my God, what what kind of films? Right. And they're thinking in their minds, they're thinking like, you know, she was she was an AV. <laughs> right. She was an, she was an adult actress. Right. right? Oh. <laughs> And they're like, oh my God. So one guy, the one guy like ends up texting his buddy, who's like pretty much a pervert. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like, hey, look up this name, you know. (laughs) Right. And they look at and they look her up. And then at the end of the episode, it ends up like they find the girl, but like it's some like fat lady, like fat old (laughs) lady, right? And it's not, it's completely not Not the girl that came in for the for the the interview. interview. Um and then, and then, so Isuzu like emails her and is like, "Hey, you know, we're we're glad to you know bring you along for the team. You know, you're hired. But just out of curiosity, like, what what kind of videos did you do?"
3: Uh-huh.
1: And then like she sends her, she's like, "Oh, uh, it's under my my name. Uh, you can look it up." And she kinda find out she's uh, she did um voice narrating for animal videos. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's they so... completely, they completely like, twisted the whole um, abbreviation of AV around, you know?
0: Animal voices. <laughs> That's so good. Like, I wish there was, like, stuff like that in American TV. With, like, jokes like that. Because if you ever watch, like, actual comedy shows, in, uh, like, Japanese comedy shows. Like, ones that I watched, like, uh, was it Gaki who no Tsukai, who did... Who did who brought Silent Library, you know, to its popularity. Oh, like, they're the ones who started it. Uh but their but their jokes, like some of them obviously I don't get because I don't understand the reference of whoever they're joking on.
1: Mm-hmm. But, like just
0: some things when, when you read the subtitles, you're just like, Why can't there be jokes like that? Or like TV shows like this in America? I would I would watch them a hundred percent. But but I, I love how Japan like writes their jokes. Like they're so clever. I wish... Yeah, I, I wish I could come up
1: with jokes like that. Oh. So good.
0: Anyway, yeah, no, I mean, I definitely need to finish that show or that anime. Yeah,
1: you, you need to. I I gave it a four out of five. I thought it was really nice. good.
2: Um. Yeah. So
1: that okay. actually brings us to uh the next part of our podcast here. Um. You he have some so...
0: anime news for us.
1: My my news actually ties into the anime that I brought in. Okay. Um, And it's kind of a two part. It's a two part news. Mm -hmm. So since Amagi brilliant part was created by KyoAni, Uh um, this is, so this is a two part. The first part is, is really funny because my mom brought it to me like a couple of weeks ago. (laughs) Um, So when we lived in Japan, there was a, there was a park that we used to go to like, maybe like every summer or at least we try to go to every like summer like a theme
0: park or amusement park mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: um it's called toshimayan amusement park okay um but this park is like it, it's it's 90 years old i had to look it up it's 90 years old it opened in 1926 um it was one of the biggest amu- amusement parks in tokyo
3: mm-hmm.
1: um it it had like a variety of pools which it, reportedly they had like the first river pool you know the one okay like
0: lazy river yeah
1: yeah they had that so the news is like because it's so old Mm -hmm. um they're they're thinking well i think they already did but they're they're gonna tear it down Mm -hmm. and then they're gonna build a new harry potter themed attraction there what which is kind of cool but at the same time it's kind of like don't you think we already have like a lot of harry Potter- <laughs> uh yeah universal bars? universals and then there's one i think in osaka uh-huh um but it's really cool but what's really interesting about it is um so not only will it be a theme park but i read that it'll also double as a mass evacuation center during like an emergency right um and it was Pretty much chosen to be that way, mm-hmm. uh, because of the 2011 earthquake and tsunami that happened yeah, in Japan. Right.
0: It happened on my birthday, dude.
1: What? I can't
0: believe that. Yeah, on my birthday. <laughs> so my birthday is the anniversary of that earthquake and tsunami. It's your fault.
1: It is my <laughs> fault.
0: <laughs> uh, man, that's like the the only thing that I could like talk about. My a like, uh, natural disaster. You're like, hey, did you know my
1: birthday? There was an earthquake in Japan
0: (laughs) that like devastated the whole like freaking Tokyo metro area.
1: Um, Okay, so now this is part two of my news. Mm -hmm. Um, So, again, bringing back to Kyoani. So, last year in July, if those of you who are listening don't know, last year in July, uh, Kyoani actually burnt down uh, because there was a man it was an arson who, attack,
0: right?
1: Yeah, it was an arsonist attack, so there was a man who walked into the studio, like literally, I think he drove himself, yeah, I think he drove himself to the studio and lit a bucket of gasoline on fire and basically burned the place down. Um, thirty six people died, uh, obviously like they either were trapped or they just you know instantly lit
3: yeah.
1: on fire. um I read that. It was the worst act of mass murder since World War II, which is really interesting because Whoa. that's a long time, you know, considering. Right, um,
0: you don't hear too many of those kinds of, like, attacks in Japan.
1: Japan has, like, one of the lowest crime ever. rates yeah. in the world. I mean, um, like, I honestly, when we were there,
0: like, you could see, you can... You can leave your bag out in the open, and no one will even bat an eye. Right, and not to say that there isn't crime in Japan, but but everyone just they're just so civil.
1: I feel like the only crime that you know, if we were if we were there, if we it, what we didn't get to do was go to um kabu kabuki show. Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> I think if we went there when we if were in we Japan, like, I district, think, yeah yeah that, something would have been really fishy yeah. but anyway yeah the crime rate in Japan's like relatively right um, so
0: uh-huh that happened two years ago right or last year no no
1: this year. was so so this is july of 2019 so this is yeah, last year yeah, almost last a year, year. Yeah. um but yeah it was really sad because like uh the arsonist pretty much just claimed plagiarism i guess for one of his work
3: oh,
0: which i don't, I don't see really that, was the, that was the one detail that i wasn't really sure of was was he a former employee
1: that i don't know. Oh okay. But he could have like had a work and it's just been like somebody.
0: So he was just he was upset because
1: I think he was yeah, i think he was just so... like upset about it. Yeah, okay. And he was just like mm, i'm going to set this place on fire. So, um but uh there's an interesting article. It's kind of a long read. So um i mean, we can post the link up after yeah. or uh, on on our site but Yeah, definitely. Um if you want to take a read, it's quite, it's kind of a lengthy read, but it's very detailed about what happened that day and kind of what happened after Mm
3: -hmm.
1: like it tells about what happened to the arsonist what um the president of kyoani you know Mm -hmm. um is doing about it stuff like that Mm
3: -hmm.
1: um so that's that's pretty much what what happened with the fire um what i wanted to share for news was um where kyoani is going now you know what direction are they heading now Mm-hmm. um but what was really interesting is so i think a week or two after the fire they were able to raise about two to three million
0: yeah i mean i know for the money outp-
1: the outpouring
0: like support from
1: the public from, from the public everywhere was, like, all around the world insane. just like sending money and i think the the final numbers i don't know if it's right i don't want to just spit out numbers just for the sake of it but this it's is rough yeah rough. this I is this is what i found from just like looking it up online mm-hmm. was they were able to raise f- Totally, about thirty million. Wow! For money, yeah, yeah. it was a lot
0: to like rebuild the um,
1: studio, right? I think I don't know if it's to rebuild, but like just initially, just for
0: right because yeah, everybody wants to like yeah. All
1: that stuff or, yeah, for sure. I think it's I think it's also in the article, but I, from what I remember reading, it's um for for losses, damages, yeah, right. uh, family stuff like that. Definitely. So that's that's actually really good. But what's also interesting is um the cost for all of that i read was about five to six times more than what they raised so that's still a lot of money yeah um and then on also in another lighter news uh about where kyohani is going Mm -hmm. so this article was posted back in november Mm of 2019 so it's quite a while back but i thought it was i thought it was an interesting and and very Feel good, you know, for mm-hmm. the future of KyoAni. because yeah. um, they're a great studio. It was apparently KyoAni was seeking a new batch of students for an anime program. Ooh, um, and if you didn't know, KyoAni is like really great at bringing people, teaching them, and molding them to the standard that they set for their work. You know, right, their work exactly. Um, so yeah, it was nice to see that you know they they had a a program that they were like looking to bring people in. I think it's closed now, but right. um, they had I can not imagine extra. how many people applied to that. Oh a lot. I bet so many people. Um and it's nice to see, you know, like that they're they're bouncing back from this this tragedy. Yeah, and it hasn't even they're been a year. To, and they're looking to continue on, you know, mm-hmm. the work that they did. And it's not it's not like, oh, somebody burnt down our building, like
2: it's over. Now we're not
1: yeah, it's over. Like there's no reason for us to do anything it's nice oh, to see yeah. that they're very you know, resilient they're, they're resilient and they're pushing through and it's just it's so nice to see honestly. oh yeah
0: it's such an awesome thing to see because i mean even within the, like the the disaster like the the, uh, the earthquake and tsunami and back in uh way way back like they fixed all the crap so fast like mm-hmm. their streets their buildings like i I can't believe the resiliency of the Japanese people.
1: It's almost like the the sense of community that they have there is like really, Mm -hmm. really strong. Because if you think about like, I mean, here in America, we have like a pretty strong community too. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But like sometimes it just doesn't seem like, I guess sometimes, I guess it plays down to like the media too, but like sometimes it just seems like, oh, nobody's doing anything to help these people or Mm -hmm. or whatever. So, um, yeah, it's just nice to see that, you know, they're able to come together and just like, rebuild for yeah. themselves i mean
0: and speaking of kill annie's like uh, resiliency they're still putting out work
1: like, yeah it
0: didn't stop like i guess it might have hindered them a little bit but like the fact that they're still putting out work like the uh
1: violet evergarden movies like is it movies or movie movie it was a movie and it came out i think it came out like just recently right that summer i think it came out that summer before the fire happened
0: is it before i, th- I thought it was like now. Uh, I,
1: think I don't probably, know.
0: I could I be mean, wrong, but still, the fact that they're like still looking to like put out work.
1: Uh, oh, it was a possible. it was a thirteen episode season. Yeah, I know the I know the anime. Yeah, okay, the movie comes out later this this.
0: Yeah, okay, so that's what I thought. Okay, yeah, the fact that they're like still like able to work on that kind of stuff despite the tragedy that happened, like, mm. so cool, and they're a legendary. I feel like they're a legendary animation studio.
1: I, I like that, you know, and and this is kind of like back to. Was it was it Kyo Annie that was there for the Crunchyroll awards? No, it was um. The one that we just watched. Yeah, that was wit. Oh, okay. Well, I think Kyo Annie too started off like really. small. It was another one that was small. Oh yeah,
0: like their their origins, and, origin and then story. now they're like
1: they're like, mm-hmm. you know, they were big. Um, but I'll end I'll end my piece here with two quotes that I found too. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is by the president of KyoAni, Hideaki Hata. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is really interesting. Uh, he said, "There are no shortcuts when it comes to developing human resources. I will do my utmost to provide an environment where staff members can work alongside and learn from each other." So that again, that you know, it's nice to see that you know he's still bringing his his mm-hmm. values and 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 whatever that he has with the company, and nice to see that you know he's still Again, pushing forward with, yeah. with the company. Uh, the second one here is uh, by an animation course teacher. And I think he did course teaching for KyoAni.
3: Uh-huh.
1: Um, his name is Noriyuki mm-hmm.
3: Um,
1: And he says, we must never give up in this difficult situation. We will continue to provide this meeting place. So it's really nice to see that like people are still gathering around.
3: Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah, this. for sure. Terrible, Um, terrible event. I I had something. It'll have to go. I'm sure it will. Um, but yeah, I
0: mean something like that, like I feel like if that happened here in the US I mean I'm sure the the support would definitely come out from from people, especially if they care about a studio. Like a, an animation studio or a movie studio, but I feel like it would still take them way longer than however long it took Kyoani to like get back on their feet. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, props to Kyoani. I mean,
2: they such a, such a great studio, all their work is just so top tier. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm glad that they're
0: still pushing through. I know. It's nice. Well, for my anime news, or I guess news in general, very simple, <laughs> straight to the point. <laughs> Kaguya-sama Season 2. Oh, yeah, let's go. They just announced Season 2 to be yes. released April 11. Yes, let's go. I'm excited. I did not expect it to be that soon. I mean, I guess because Kaguya-sama came out last year, right? Was mm-hmm. it like fall? Yeah, it was like
1: spring. It was like spring last year. Was it spring last year? I think so.
0: Either way. It just felt like it was super, super quick, and I was like so excited. Uh, I mean, I guess, you know, it'll continue on from where they left off. They're still trying to woo each other or uh, have one of them admit their love for each other. But it looks like we're going to get two new characters as well. And that's going to be Miko Eno. And Kobachi Osaragi. Mm-hmm. Which, judging from the character design that I see, they have armbands, like yellow armbands on them. I'm guessing they're gonna be part of the student council, or they could be something else within their school. But I guess they're gonna work together to do something. I don't know. They haven't really spoiled too much about it, but I'm excited, man. Like, this is like the anime for me last year, like comedy wise yeah it oh, was blew good blew me away blew me away with laughter like I could not stop laughing at every episode.
1: I'm That's just so excited great. for more chica. I hope she gets another ending
0: i know I- I'm pretty sure they they have to, but it's gonna be so hard to top that ending. That ending was amazing <laughs> so good got to your ending yeah uh, and we're gonna see all of our characters return uh the same staff members that worked on the first season will be back and Studio A1 Pictures will be working on it, so. It's gonna be high-quality stuff for sure. Um, Yeah, April 11, man. Ooh, that's yeah.
1: really soon. <laughs> I'm to mark my calendar for that.
0: I don't know if I want to just let the anime play out so I could just watch it all at once. Because that's how that's what I did with Kaguya. I didn't really know about it too much. Mm-hmm. Watched it in the fall or near fall beginning of winter. Mm-hmm. Me and Kat just like binged through it. Let's see. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. Uh, You could see the key visuals on the at anime underscore Kaguya Twitter page. I haven't seen it yet, but I will watch it after this. But I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, that's that's all we have for you today. We didn't want to keep the episode long like last time.
1: two hours
0: (laughs) almost two hours is too close i mean we're we're rounding out to an hour but that's that's way better than an hour and like 50 minutes that we did last Mm -hmm. time so um yeah i mean you made it this far thank you again so much for listening to us uh we'll see what we can do about the third episode i want to say my plan my ambitious plan is to have a guest on i want to talk about music since we talk about it so much yeah. I feel like that could be a 3 hour episode, but we're not going to do that. But I would definitely want to delve into like the importance of uh of the role of music in anime. I mean, we could say that about movies, TV shows and all that stuff, but anime really just for me has that movie mindset where you have to pick the the perfect scores. You have to have the perfect opening ending that translates the anime like and completely grabs you in in the very beginning. So uh hopefully we can do that for episode three. I mean if not, like I said in the first episode, we're we're an open ended podcast. We can talk about whatever and hopefully you guys enjoy it. So yeah, I mean I'm I have no closing thoughts. So what about you? Uh
1: nothing really. I just want to say thanks again for sticking uh sticking with us for episode two. Mm-hmm. You know, after you've uh gruesomely suffered through episode one
0: (laughs) but you know they they enjoyed it (laughs) And the people that that hit me up about it like my friends they enjoyed it they definitely just like uh honed in on the fact that it was a little too long but you know it's our first episode
1: it's our first we do what we want here we do what we do what we can (laughs)
0: um yeah so that'll do it for us uh at baka to baka that's episode two thank you again so much for listening guys Uh, Be sure to spread the word to all of your friends, uh, family members, whoever you think would enjoy an anime-filled podcast. Uh, And we will definitely see you in the next
1: one. And even if they don't enjoy anime, tell them about our podcast.
0: Definitely. All right. See you guys next time.
1: Sayonara.